Hi there, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears. And I still don't have the internet at my house, so I'm recording this at home or at work after hours if it sounds really good. I'm using much more expensive microphones than what I have at home. Anyway, we're going to be talking about the... T- what year did this come out? Oh, yeah, this year, 2021, Snake Eyes. So let me start by saying I don't know anything about G.I. Joe. Um, I wasn't really an action figure guy as a kid. I had a few. Um, I had some Star Wars. I had a few other things. Um, But I I did have a G.I. Joe at one point, but I never watched the cartoon. Don't know anything about it. I do own the previous two movies on Blu-ray. They recently came out on 4K, and I recently rewatched them. I was going to do a podcast. I guess I should. Um, I recently rewatched them to see if I needed to upgrade them, and I didn't. You know, the first one's not really good. The second one was a little bit better as far as movies go. But again, I'm someone who doesn't know anything about G.I. Joe. So saying that, the short version of this review is if you're looking for an action movie and you've already seen John Wick too many times, um, Snake Eyes isn't bad. That would be the short version. Like I said, I don't know anything about the G.I. Joe universe and if this is a bastardization of the story or the character or whatever. I do know that Snake Eyes doesn't really talk. And he talks through the whole movie, so I guess the not talking thing comes later. Um, They announced last year that a follow-up movie will be made. I'm kind of shocked because this movie had a big budget, somewhere between 90 and 110 million dollars, only grossed about 37 million. But I understand it's doing well on home video streaming and stuff like that. Um, For me, as someone coming into it cold, I watched the other two movies and thought they were mediocre. the production values were really good. I thought the fight scenes were good. A little too much shaky cam. They could have pulled back like John Wick and, and Deadpool and a few others. These guys knew what they were doing. Obviously, the choreography is really good. Uh, there's a lot of sword play, and that's dangerous and hard. Um, Henry Golding wasn't really familiar with a lot of his work. Did great uh, as Snake Eyes. Andrew Koji, who I love on Warrior, that TV series, um, he plays the guy that becomes Storm Shadow, Tommy. The rest of the characters, I didn't know Samara Weaving was in it. Um, Iko Uwes, I'm always a big fan. He wasn't in it enough for me. All in all, you know, um, it's two hours. It could have been cut down a little bit, but they were trying to get to some story. And that that is what elevates it above the typical B-grade direct-to-video action movie you usually see. Really high production values, really good actors doing this. Um I could have done without the magic snakes. I'm not going to get into too many spoilers in my reviews, but there's a scene that that deals with mag, you know giant snakes that have to decide whether you're pure of heart, and they come up again later in the movie. But obviously CGI snakes, and I don't know I, I, that kind of the movie is very grounded and fairly realistic. There's not a whole lot of wire work or anything like that, so that kind of takes you out of it. And there's a magic stone as well. Um, but other than that, the rest of it, I mean. The choreography is good. I like a lot of the actors. I like um, the woman who played Baroness Ursula uh, Corbero. I thought she was great. Um, as I said, Samara Weaving, Scarlet. Um, everybody in the film, I thought, did a, did a good job with what it was. I thought the directing was pretty good. Robert Schwenke, he's a German director. He hasn't directed too many good movies, unfortunately. The Time Traveler's Wife, R.I.P.D., a couple of the Divergent movies, which I didn't see. Uh, I didn't see any of those previous movies. So, um, But none of them were big hits. So how did he get you know a $100 million budget in a G.I.? I, I mean, I, 
he was a good i mean the directing was fine there's some really standout scenes that i thought if i had watched it in 4k i uh red boxed the blu-ray because like i said i can't stream anything i don't have internet and 4ks are not available in our red boxes here in alaska so before i plunked down 28 to 30 bucks for what the 4k is going for these days i thought i would check out the movie and i don't know that it's what i need to add to my collection i like a lot of the actors and a sequel could make this mandatory watching you know if they make a decent sequel out of it um there's more to the story uh i don't i, I watched all the extras that were on the blu-ray so i i through the gist of it know that there's this long relationship with storm shadow and snake eyes and this kind of gives you a background of why that happened that they had done some things in cartoons i guess and comics and that this kind of fleshed it out fully that had never been done before i guess um but like i said i can't really comment on that but as someone who in 2021 enjoys a good action movie, and I've seen all three John Wick movies and both Deadpool movies quite a bit, um, the Hitman's Wife uh, and the Hitman's Bodyguard, those were fine. You know, there's just not a whole lot of A-list action movies these days, or you get headache-inducing Michael Bay stuff. So could have been directed a little bit better as far as the action scenes go. For me, if you're going to watch a martial arts movie, pull the camera back and let me see these guys work because Andrew Koji does some incredible work in Warrior. Aiko Uwes has always done great work in his movies. I rewatched Mile 22 the other night, which is a decent action movie, but his fight scenes are just incredible. So the movie's considered a bomb, but they did say they were going to make another. I, I imagine that the Hasbro franchise, they want to keep it going. There's a lot of money in it. Um, I assume it probably sold some more toys and of quite a few Blu-rays and 4Ks and DVDs. I saw people in my Walmart checking it out when it came out this week. So uh, it was okay. It was, you know, a lot of people, I have a good buddy who turned it off halfway through, just didn't watch any more of it. Uh, he might be more familiar with G.I. Joe than me. But for me, uh, as action movies go, it wasn't terrible. I didn't turn it off. I wasn't bored. I didn't check my phone in it. And for a two-hour action movie, that's you know, kind of hard to believe. It does take a little bit to get going, but I, I dig characterizations. I, I like that the fact that uh, all these actors get a chance to shine for the most part. Um, and the action's pretty nonstop for the last hour. So uh, if you get bored in the in the talky bits, just fast forward. There's plenty of action in this film. So Snake Eyes, not as bad as you've heard. Uh, your mileage may vary. Check it out. It's available for rent to own and on streaming services uh, just about everywhere, I guess. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. Check out below for all my other links. Thank you for listening. I've got a lot of podcasts coming now, especially with the Internet coming home uh, in just about another week or so. Uh, I'll be able to get back to podcasting in the privacy of my home studio, and then you'll get a lot more content out of me. Thank you so much for liking, sharing, subscribing, and always listening.